Fact, so it's guide to all things the national on a journey to learn more about music and save their dying friendship. I'm your host, Ali Blatif, and with me as always my co-host and sometimes friend, Justin Tachi. Hey guys, how's it going? Um, as you can see from the title, we are not doing Sleep Well Beast this week. Yes, yeah, Sleep Well Beast will be coming next week, followed by our official rankings of the national albums up until Sleep Well Beast. And then of course, um, when the new album drops in May... We will be talking about that one and putting it in a theoretical uh, ranking. Yeah, I mean, as you say, quote unquote, theoretical, I feel like that, frankly, we'll talk about the record right when it comes out. We'll probably give ourselves a week to listen to it and then and then kind of talk about it. But for the most part, I don't think it's really fair to justly rank an album that just came out. Yeah, exactly. There's a, There's no retrospect on it. There's no... We haven't gotten to live with it, so like those those songs haven't really lived, and I yeah, it's, it wouldn't be fair. Yeah, we haven't gained experiences with them. We haven't yeah, all all that. So a short little episode that just talks about the newest single that just came out called Light Years. Yeah. So um, speaking of that album, we're going to be talking about this single. Uh, but before that, I wanted to do some housekeeping stuff. So first of all, I want to say. Uh, this episode is uh, brought to you by Audible. Go to our uh, website. We have the facts. Po- da- uh, we have the facts. Click on the Audible banner there, so you can get two free audiobooks and a thirty-day free trial. You can also go to our Twitter or our Instagram at the Facts Pod. Click on uh, our link there, and that will also take you to Audible. What else did I want to tell you people before we start this episode? Oh, I wanted to say that I was going to compile an episode based on fan. Uh, stories of how they came to be introduced to the National or Death Cab. We have a few of the Death Cab ones already, but um, more is the more the merrier. Uh, and then we also have a couple from the National that have reached out. But just send us an email. We have the facts pod at gmail.com and tell us about how you came to listen to the National, how you, what your origin story is or Death Cab, and um, we might play it on an episode uh, further down the line. Or, uh, or as our president likes to put it, Orange's story. So, Orange's story. Wow, dropping dropping the Trump references. <laughs> you know, I grabbed myself a nice cup of cafefe and uh, told and uh, told an orange story. So, oh, yeah, would be nice <laughs> to have one like a president that can like speak English. That would be nice, right? Yeah. No. Well, I mean, you know, when you have dentures and you don't want to minute that's that that's what happens also you know when you're slipping into dementia so mm. but um uh, i mean uh y- y- while we're talking about hard-hitting facts here it, i i know we're this is gonna be a short little guy but uh i feel like this this we should bring this up joe biden and the touching how do you feel about it ali wow we're be- we slowly have become like a very social podcast even though that was not the point of this at all okay so I think Joe Biden, uh, what he does is inappropriate. It's never been appropriate. Um, do I think he is malicious in his intent? No. Do I think it's an abuse of privilege when you are the vice president or a man of high political stature to be comfortable grabbing people that don't have, uh, you know, the ability sometimes to say, hey, fuck off, keep your hands to yourself, creepy old man? No. So... Do I think he's a bad person? No. Do I think he should have legitimately apologized when he was confronted with this stuff? Yes. So. <laughs> um, okay. 
I guess we'll, we'll, we'll leave you with that. <laughs> what, you're not going to share your feelings now? <laughs> All right, I'll share my feelings. Uh, I will go on the uh, Bill Maher feelings, which is uh, he's a fucking – from an older generation. He has no malicious intent in any of this. Um, a, women, a woman could easily go fuck off. And also I think that uh, this diminishes – um, real sexual assault and real, like, actual, like, you know, me too things. And I think this is bullshit. No. I'm sorry. I very Should much, he have joked I about very it? much disagree with you there. It does not diminish it. These people did not <laughs> say it was sexual assault. No one called him a sexual yeah, but, assaulter. That was not the point of no, when women complained no, but, about it. it. But, but, but this is, this is the kind of, this is the kind of stuff that, you know, it, it, it it, it, we take everything to DEFCON fucking one, and there's no and it, and it's and I'm sorry, this is not DEFCON one stuff. No, and I don't think people are treating it like it's DEFCON one stuff. It's just first of all, no one could tell him to fuck off when he was vice president. He's vice president of the United States, okay? Um, no, not like fuck off, but just be like, hey, like don't do that. <laughs> like, yeah, he's vice president of the United States. Yeah, but he's on an open stage, and they could have made a face. They could have made whatever. Clearly, they were never that uncomfortable because you, your body would make a that's, initial that, reaction. That's not true. That's not true. They could have been uncomfortable, but not have vocalized it. You can't say that they weren't uncomfortable. I, I definitely could see it being very uncomfortable. You know how there's like gym teachers who like slap kids on the ass, and you're like, that's not cool. But, like, a lot of kids just don't say anything because they're like, uh, what am I going to do about it? I assume I'm, I'm going to speak for both of us, both uh, label ourselves as Democrats. This is the kind of thing that fucking destroys our party because now there's going to be us eating ourselves and then we're not going to be able to defeat Orange, which is the fucking. No, which no, is, no, is no, 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 no. This is the time. We're like two years out. This is the time when we should clear the air and make sure that the, the best nominee is the one that's putting their foot forward. I'm I'm almost certain that. If Joe Biden were to be the, the the nominee for the Democratic Party, everyone will vote for him. One of the women that accused him of touching her inappropriately said she would vote for him if he was the Democratic candidate. No one is calling it sexual assault. They're just saying that it's creepy and it's weird. And no, and, and I'm not. I, I, first of all, I, I want to reiterate that I never said that anyone said it was sexual assault. But like the problem is that the Me Tooers are jumping on this and it's just it's becoming this bigger issue than I think needs to be whatever. Should he have joked about it and we're on stage? No, he should just move past it. But I also think that it's just there's no reason to apologize or and acknowledge it and move on. He did not apologize. That's that. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. I agree with you. What I'm saying is, he should he be joking about it or like, oh, I had remember the the young, uh, I don't know, there was like children on stage or whatever, and he said, oh, I had permission or whatever. Like, no, don't fucking say it. Like that's just calling attention to yourself. It's ridiculous. I but, I think this is the time to air out this kind of thing. I don't think we should be worried. Like you know, the in the Republican primary in 2016. They were all sniping at each other and shitting on each other. And then when it came to it, they all rallied against that idiot and they elected him. Like all of them stood by him. Yeah, but this is not – but that's not what happens on the left. The left will purposely not vote for someone if if they don't believe in this one little idea. I'm not – outside of Joe Biden. But even if like let's say Peter Buttigieg becomes the fucking whatever and because he's not brown or he's not gay. Well, I mean he is gay. But if he's not you know, of a different faith or something, then they won't vote for this guy. And this is where – I strongly strongly disagree with you 
the mission should be defeating Orange, not fucking, um, you know, let's try to get a fucking rainbow-colored person in office and do this, whatever. I, I'm sorry. It's, it should be defeating Orange this time. No, no, it should be putting the best Democratic candidate forward. And that is the maybe the person who has the best policy, the person who, it, like, will lead the party to success. And this is the time to air out all of our grievances about everyone, to make sure that we're all, we all have a consensus on who we think should move forward. I think currently everyone on the left and even most of the center are against Donald Trump and they would probably vote for whoever comes up against him. Yeah, but, but we need to make sure that we but have the best fuck, person Ali? doing that. Because it doesn't matter because all it is is what fucking Florida, Ohio, and Wisconsin think in Pennsylvania. And guess what? Joe Biden gets those states. Well, if that's our nominee, then that's who will, like, who will push forward. But up until then, I think it's good, it's healthy to have those debates. Yeah. Anyway, I guess we should cut it to, you know, I don't know, the song that we have listed at the title. I don't know why I brought this up. I was just very infuriated in the past couple of days because I also watched the SNL bit of them joking about it and stuff. And it's just like, I, I don't know. And watch, I guarantee you Trump will actually say something nice about SNL this week. That's not important. I, I, I think. Oh, no, but I just think it's funny that, like, I guarantee you, like, fucking he'll say something nice because they trashed all over fucking Joe Biden or whatever. But to be fair, SNL's made fun of everybody. So I, whether it be Obama, Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, whatever. Anyway, Ollie, how do you feel about light years? Oh, boy. That was like a, a heavy intro, I think, one of <laughs> our, our biggest. Um, and we very much disagreed with each other there. <laughs> cool well music music brings us together right <laughs> i don't know maybe we we have different feelings about this song i actually know that's not true because i like it and i saw you post about it earlier um yeah i actually posted on the uh, uh our uh podcast instagram but um yeah no i i i think this is a in my opinion i think this single is better than the first single that came out um you had your soul with you in my you opinion, had, uh, you had your soul with me. I had your soul. No, God. No, it's you had your soul with you. Yeah. Yeah. So much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. By the way, just letting the the fans know um, that Ali is pretty much under stress and uh, trying to finish up the semester strong. So yeah, that's breaking all down with. here. Yeah, he's breaking down into pieces. Mm-hmm. So I guess I I guess I shouldn't have thrown him a hard about policy and all those kind of well not policy but about the stage of our political climate right now but um yeah no i i feel like this song will resonate very well in a live setting mm-hmm. that like the the piano is beautiful it's showing that also like my fear was that this record was going to be a lot more electronic because that's the way Sleepwell Beast was going, but mm-hmm. it's comforting to see that this is maybe like, like this song is way more orchestral. You have a lot of strings on it. The backing vocals are beautiful. Um, uh, it's I believe this song was actually they played this live a couple times before Sleepwell Beast came out. Mm-hmm. So I think they've been sitting on this song for a little bit. Yeah, I think uh, I saw something about how they played it in 2018 or something. Yeah, and like, well, Rylan also was another song they've been sitting on too. So I think they're it, it's really nice to see them putting their foot forward and and placing songs in the in what they think is the right direction rather than just releasing whatever they have. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, I but, really uh, like this song. I thought it was very atmospheric, very cool, very chill. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. And then I saw the video, the uh, music video for it, and that's pretty amazing. It's starring Alicia Vikander, and she does a really, really great job in it. Yeah, no, I mean, they're going very visual on this record, I mm-hmm. feel like. I mean, they, they normally tend to have a lot of visuals with this, but with especially with the short film that's coming out and all that kind of stuff. Um, but lyrically, this song, I think it's pretty straightforward, but I think it's not in, in Ali, like Ali, you're the one that's mainly critical of lyrics being a little too straightforward and stuff. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about it this time? Um, well, I, maybe it's because I saw the video and like created a, like a perceived sense of depth for it. Okay. Um, because so, so, like, so it, it doesn't bother you at all. It it did it no because I even I heard it before I watched the video too and I still was into it. I think just atmospherically it sets a tone so well that I think it it kind of makes up for that a little bit of that lack of depth that maybe some of the lyrics have. Yeah, and I, I also felt like because you you know you don't like repeating lines, so we have that at the end. So I didn't know how you felt about that as well. Yeah, again, it didn't bother me too much. I think when you set the tone well enough, it kind of goes by unnoticed. That's fair, and I mean, I I think this will be a really strong track on the on the record. I think this is this is kind of like a Corinne at the liquor store type of thing from Sleep Bell Beast, which we'll go further into when we actually talk about that album. Um, yeah, I mean, I think this is a strong single, and I think this is going in the right direction. Um, I'm interested to see where, where how this is placed in the record. Obviously, the track listing's out, but I mean, knowing the songs around it would be interesting. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I'm pretty happy with this. Yeah, I am too. I think, uh, it definitely sets a tone that th- this new album is going to be familiar, but continue to expand on what we already know from the national. It's going to be like a little bit different, but still, um, recognizably the national's tone, the national's voice. And it's, um, for people who are not super fans of the electronica, it's a lot more atmospheric than electronic. It seems like. Yeah, I mean, this song could have easily been on. I would assume, like, uh, "Trouble Will Find Me." Mm-hmm. I agree. I would, I would say. So, I'm curious to see if this record is going to be a lot more, um, like, when we get to actually listen to the whole "I'm Easy to Find," um, if they're going to kind of cherry pick their what they think are their best aspects from each of the records and kind of put it together. Yeah. Because so, because it seems like it's that they're at that point in their career where they might cherry pick a lot of different sounds and kind of make one, try to make it as cohesive as possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very interesting, and uh, the album's coming out in a month, so we all have that to look forward to. Yeah, as well as uh, a nice, uh, you know, the weather's starting to get nicer, so that's kind of nice. I was outside reading a book. Um, have Speaking, you been reading anything? Uh, have I been reading anything? No, other than like just papers on like how to model neurons in MATLAB. No, that's fair. Your, your life is very, mm, I'm so busy. Blah, 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 blah. Although speaking uh, of books, um, the moths, latest wow. book, <laughs> occasional magic is in bookstores right now. It's just been named one of New York times bestseller list. You guys go out, buy it, read it. I have written six pages on it. So that's cool. And, um, if you go to, uh, we have the There's also a link to it there. Also, I mean, well, I don't know if you said you wrote six pages. You said that, like, you're actually a part of the book. Like, you're in another yes, book. Yes, yes, yes. I am in the book. If you actually buy the British version, there's a picture of me. Uh, the American version does not have a picture, just my name. 
Well, because British people find you handsome and the American people hate you. Yeah, that seems accurate. That tracks. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm not reading too much. I have been listening. So after I watched SNL, well, before I watched SNL, actually, when they first announced who was doing the musical guest, which is uh, Sarah Bareilles, uh, I started listening to her music and I've been getting really into her. Okay. Uh, also, uh, I've been listening to Dan Mangan's album from last year, which is also a really good album. That's nice. Uh, what have I been listening to? I listen to a lot of Balance and Composure because I just actually saw their show, their night one show at Boston, which is of their last shows ever. Mm-hmm. So um, they crush it. Um, what else have I been listening to? Uh, still listen to a lot of The Clash um, because I love the fucking – I love that uh, the Clash podcast. It's called Stay Free, Spotify original. Highly recommend it. Um, and I've also been dabbling because I've always wanted to get into them more. Um, Dinosaur Junior because I feel like as the weather is getting a little nicer, it's some nice, good driving music. So I've been listening to like Green Mind and um, uh, what other record is theirs? Do I really like? It's uh, You're Living All Over Me. Um, and also. Since we talked about last week with Joey from 6131, I've been listening to a little bit of Self-Defense Family. Uh, their release from last year was really good off of Run for Cover, and I'm very excited to hear the EP that they're dropping via 6131 because they are hyping the fuck out of it, and they wouldn't uh, say it otherwise. So, Yeah, um, I will also say that speaking of warm weather and things changing and whatever, we are about done with the national uh, circuit. We have two more episodes, and then we're taking a bit of a break uh, until mid-May, where we're going to come back. So we have two more episodes, which is Sleep Well Beast and our ranking. We're coming back. We have a bunch of specials for May, including um, the Nationals' latest release, uh, I'm Easy to Find. Uh, We're going to maybe do some more fun stuff there. Um, Our listener origin story episode, we have... uh, a few more things planned. We'll get to them. Maybe the Twilight episode will finally come out. Knock on wood. Yeah, no, and, no, 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 no. We're good, we're good, good. And then for the summer, we're going to be doing something different with the podcast. We'll have an announcement about that soon. Uh, and then we will later in the fall announce a third band and start our new season with that. So we hope that you guys stick around. A lot of the Death Cab people stuck around for the national season. We hope you national folks stick around for whatever comes next because... Uh, we hope you enjoy the show. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I think that speaking from my point of view, um, when we do, when we do announce the next band for season three, um, I'm thinking that it's pretty cool, even if you're not into the band, to give it another listen. Um, we always try to pick bands that have a decent output of material. Um, so like around like seven or eight LPs and someone that's fairly consistent or grows through the, through the, um, their discography. And, uh, we like to stay in the alternative space. So, I mean, everything that we kind of picked so far, I feel like is very digestible for any fandom that's in this, in this realm of music. So. Exactly. So, um, join us next time when we're doing, I don't know, the Beatles. We're not doing the Beatles. What? They're super indie. 
Yeah, uh, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not talking about a boy band. I'm sorry. Um. <laughs> oh, shots fired. Um, have you seen the new movie that Oliver Stone's doing about the guy that wakes up one day and everyone forgot all about the Beatles except for him? No. It looks actually really interesting. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm. I'm very. You know what I would do? I would then kill that person because then we wouldn't have to hear anything about the Beatles. I'm sorry. If the Beatles hadn't existed, the world would be miserable. I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's you know John, you know John Lennon, you know beating the living shit out of women. And oh, singing John Lennon's still alive. He just never formed the Beatles. He was probably still beating women or something. Yeah. So there you go. Um, but uh, other than that, yeah. <laughs> cool. What are we? We're ending. We are, started off on a weird note. We're ending on a weird note. <laughs> Why are we doing this this episode? Why? It's 20 minutes. Why couldn't we just consistently be okay? Yeah, I don't know. Why? Also, why didn't we just bother doing the Sleep Well Beast episode? Honestly, I don't fucking know. <laughs> anyway, uh, should we want to just leave them with light years? Yeah, all right. We'll leave you guys with light years. Uh, we'll be as back always, next week. Um, yeah, as always, just please uh, reach out to us. Follow us on um, Twitter and Instagram at, at the Facts Pod. Email us. Um, I'm sure you're going to have feelings about what we talked about on this episode. So <laughs> let us know what you think. On uh, We have the facts at we have the facts pod at gmail.com. I'll say that again. We have the facts pod at gmail.com. We also have um, that like one diehard Trump listener who I think is going to be very upset with us today. Why? We actually <laughs> didn't really talk about him that much. In that negative of a light. I mean, oh, although he, all right, all right. Fuck Donald Trump. Trash. There, we just uh, yeah. Him fuck just to, fuck yeah. Donald Trump, and he is a orange Dorito dusted scrotum. So yeah. uh, there you go. <laughs> and I mean, I feel like that's in the spirit of uh, of the national because I mean, they did write turtleneck on I mean, Sleep Obese for him. So two two ba- the both bands we covered have put out stuff music against Donald Trump. So we're just carrying the torch, people. Yeah, the, the <laughs> bands you guys like also shit on this guy so like it's not just us guys yeah exactly so let's try to defeat orange in uh 2020 anyway uh we will leave you with light years uh bye guys bye
after dark Everyone was lighting up in the shadows Alone You could have been right there next to me And I'd have never known Oh, the glory of it all Was lost on me Till I saw how hard it'd be to reach you And I would always be light years, light years away from you 